mate. Oh, mate. Are, are we ready to rock? Tell me about this week. What happened this week? <laughs> That's good. What are you talking about? Oh, is it Australia Day today or it's, something? Well, we don't call it Australia Day. We call it January 26th. It just happens to be a day that the entire nation celebrates. It'd be a completely different to Australia which, Day because it's otherwise be known as Invasion Day. Look, <laughs> the Australian nation celebrates 26th of January. Uh, well, parts of the Australian nation, the, the parts that found that day particularly joyous. What, what about what about the other what about the other parts? Who who doesn't? Not so happy. Not so happy about that. Uh, tell us the, Tell us the. I don't know the history of Australia Day. It being <laughs> it being. Interestingly, it being a, a country the size of the of North America, but having a population of what twenty million people. How many people are in Oz these 22. days? Twenty-two. Thank you very much. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. It's nudging. Nudging so, at twenty-four. What is Australia Day? To put put what it on the Australia? world stage for us. It's uh, <laughs> oh, on the world stage. Oh, nice like on the OECD that, that level. Just uh, some Cheers. casual merch. Cheers, Cheers mate. Cheers, mate. Right here. Go for it. Mm. Oh, that's good. A little bit of left. Um, Australia Day is the national day of celebration. Technically, it's landing day slash D-Day of when Captain James Cook, First Fleet, 1788, landed. Right. I'm going to get all these facts wrong. I'm going to go back in post, right? <laughs> Your mouth uh, will be just doing this. <laughs> just like, just all this really interesting stuff. Oh, uh-huh, he got uh-huh. that right, didn't he? Uh, landed, you know, Jackson Bay, Botany Bay, one of the two. and uh, Botany Bay, did, wasn't it? Did the thing. Yeah, yeah. But like there's a sub, you know, sub bay within Botany Bay. There's a particular uh-huh. you know, cove he landed, Jackson Cove. Uh, so it's a joyous day. It's fantastic. Really what it, what it became as we were growing up was the day that Triple J's Hottest 100 was released, which is essentially the you know world's largest crowd voted top 100 on the spot from hippie lefty radio station. What you would do on Australia Day on January 26th is you would have a barbecue and you'd crank on Triple J's Hottest 100 and listen to the countdown and take bets on what was going to be number one, what where where yours was going to land. It was amazing. So the so all I'm hearing that I assume you have barbecues every day though in Australia. So all that's different is yeah, you listen to yeah, Triple no, J. Is that the that's the unique? It's, it's an extra barbecue. You just <laughs> you, you barbecue twice on the same a day. Barbecue between yeah. the yeah. okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. between the lunch the- barbecue and the dinner barbecue, you add a third barbecue. <laughs> it's very skillful. Yeah. Let's go through some Australian things. I'd love to go through some Australian things. Yeah. Australia. I think. Yeah, I think because you basically you lived there for three years. Have, having been there for three months, I feel like <laughs> I think you know, I I know as much about Australia as you do about Ireland. I would say, which is probably fair. Yeah, mm, a fair bit of Ireland. I'm quite knowledgeable in the arts. I think there are things that Australia is well known for. Yeah, there are things that Australia should be known for. Yeah, and there are things that Australians think we should be known for. Yeah, let's like, let's go through that full list. Hills Hoist. Hills you know Hoist. This? this is like the laundry. It's it's a washing line. It's basically a washing line in the shape of a square. Go to, uh, do you know? Do you, you do not know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's how I'm oh, you mean like the thing? It's got a pole in the middle of the garden with four yeah, poles going up. Yeah, how is that yeah, Australian? Yeah. That's just eighties. That's the way uh, watching lines were well, in the eighties. Welcome to Australia. That's that's we what had happened. one in Australia Ireland. What happened there in the eighties? Yeah, we we were, gave it to you. It was an export. We did. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hills Hoist is by Mr. Hills. Yes, is a famously Australian invention. Huh. Everywhere in Australia. Now, famously. what's the actual invention? It's a fair question. I think it's got a lot to do with space efficiency and urban density, and a fair bit to do with you know wind aerodynamics and wind flow because it actually turns. They spin as the wind comes along. They yeah, spin. That's pretty cool. So, so, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. 
and then they compact. What it's really known for, though, is gooning. So what you can basically do is put bags of cheap wine <laughs> I know on it. the hill's hoist, <laughs> and as it spins, whoever it lands on, you can do what you... So, look, That's my, we're, we're we, innovative people. One of the amazing things about Australia is you can buy, like, a box of wine for, like... I don't know, somewhere between five and ten dollars. This really cheap wine. What's it called? Is it called Goon? Do you call it Goon? No, it's just called box wine. But box wine. Goon, don't goon, ask me goon what is the, the bladder is. inside, right? So it's yeah, a box of wine. Yeah. So you get rid of the box. You take take the bladder out. It's a silver yeah. bladder of wine. Yeah. So you've got the, a bag of wine, a silver bag of wine. Which is the wine is dubious because there are warnings on the box that say contain <laughs> fish and eggs in your wine. If you <laughs> if you read the back of the label, which is all the best wine, as you know, has fish and eggs in it. <laughs> Traces of fish and eggs. Yeah, but it, it's is, good stuff. Makes you blind. This is, yeah. This is like Yellowtail, where it's basically imported to the US in tankers, in oil tankers, in the belly of oil tankers, and then bottled over. It may contain traces mm, of petroleum. Yum. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, look, I've got a list of 30 things and we can't get past the first one. Wait, I like Goon, where this is we going. Haven't, let me just finish that first. So you, the thing you do is that it's a double give. So you get a bag of wine, and then when you finish the bag of wine, you can inflate it and use it as a pillow for when you're passing out. So it's like a, it's a twofer. It's it's the ideal backpacking. It, it's a, it's a classic Australian delicacy. What, what I <laughs> what I love about this anecdote is I've never done that. Really? You you were there for three months, I, and that, you can which means it I did it twelve times <laughs> every day. <laughs> Listen, Irish backpackers are not a stereotype; they're a reality. I was respect. I was working in an engineering office in Darling Harbour. I won't yeah, name yeah, sure. it, but yeah, I had uh-huh. a proper job, and then going no, home no, drinking you, bags of goon. Yeah, which uh, which of the eastern beaches did you live at? We lived at Coogee Beach. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, down in Coogee, uh, yeah, we we had a wonderful time. We I think our rent was about eighty dollars for five of us, and in, in you know three, it was it was hairy. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was quietly hoping that that this list would uh, <clears throat> trigger some happy memories it of is. the Australian backpacker, it. and I'm, I'm I'm we're already there. So we got. Let's one. move to item number two. Yeah, <laughs> this is a 20, 20 item list. Uh, we may be here all night. I'm also quite cold, just wearing the flag. Uh, look, they're known for food items, Vegemite being top of the list, right? Mm-hmm. As an SEL, I, I was you know immigrant to Australia, arrived when I was seven. Vegemite yeah. did not feature on the things that I adapted to list. <laughs> Do you pretend though? Is it one of those things where you're like, mm, mm, not Vegemite sandwich? Not even, not even. Got it in the fridge. You, Always have to have it handy. Just you, you have, know, it's like you have it in the, the fridge now here in here here in the US. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, someone sends it to you eventually somewhere, right? And you only hey, ever have I one jar. I brought you happy things from it's from, from it's from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, no one's I'm, ever opened it. <laughs> Milo, Vegemite, and Tim Tams. Obviously, Tim Tams Tim are the yeah. Yeah, yeah, ever present, ever present tweet. Yeah. Delicious that Tim comes Tams out are legit. They're good. I mean, they're just they're, a, they're just a chocolate biscuit with some caramel in it, right? Don't 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 demunify. No, I mean, just it's something we it's something we can all get behind, as opposed to yes. vegetable oil grease, yeah. which as in a, your sandwich, as opposed, as opposed to hyper sodium that turns your mouth inside oh. out. Yeah. Do you think yeah, anyone actually Vegemite. likes Vegemite, or do you think it's just it's like yeah. Someone, do they like the taste of it? Yeah, yeah. I think if you're spoon-fed it from six months onwards, you think it's mama. So I think you like it, you know? You just, you that's what you know. That's the flavor. Huh. No? No. 
number three. I bet you might have thought it would have been number one, but I'm good. Wait, yeah, it's, it's certainly a top two item. Oh, look, this is not a, a comprehensive or well-thought-out list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to guess one of the things Australians are obviously known for. Kangaroos. I'm, I've got animals down here. Yes. Animals. Like the most deadly in every species. Like Top top, top nine deadly, <laughs> deadliest spiders out of top ten. Top yeah. eight deadliest snakes out of top ten. If It can kill you. It's an Oz. Jellyfish. The most deadly ones are the teeny tiny, tiny ones. Tiny, tiny Irukandji little bastard. I yeah. had a project named Irukandji just to... Cause it was just a small because US, yeah, it was a small chip profile, and yeah, yes, Irukandji <laughs> to live in. They're, they're in a Queensland sunshine state, lovely, lovely warm weather. Nine months of the year you can't swim because they're a jellyfish. Yeah, just as an aside. Did you have People, a little jelly suit growing up? Was that a thing, or did you just not go? In no, the water no, I was not in the, the southern states. I, you, you no jellyfish down there, just really? sharks. It's easier. Sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharks. sharks, all the sharks around there love eating people, like Delicious. tiger sharks and, oh, jeez. Mm. You don't mm. get great whites down there, do you, or you do? Sure we That's do. over on the West Coast, isn't it? Come on now, everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Uh, you guessed one, that's good. Animals, guess another one. Can I? Okay. Um, Chopper. Do you know that it, guy? No, I don't think I do. Is the guy with the, is he Australian, the one with the beard? Yeah, the one with, with, the, the... with the moustache, then he cut his own ears off. Real just oh. what, his name chop chop chop. He's, What's he's, his name? He's, he's, he's done himself a mischief. You've done himself he's a mischief. He's done himself a mischief. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Was right, his right, name right. Chopper? Was a, we love to glorify criminals. Australia being he's, born on a criminal colony based on convicts. If you criminals have, are part of our legend. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up because he is. He I'm is gonna brilliant. find out his name. In the movie Glorified by Eric Banner, who has That's that right. brilliant line, he's done himself a mischief. Himself After mischief. having shivved the guy 13 times. Mark, Mark Brandon Reed, Chopper Reed. Chopper Reed. Good you call. Seen it, that's a, that's a, you, a classic Australian one. You know what? I'm going to bundle that. I'm going to, I'm going to give you half points. I'm going to bundle it with the famous Australians up there with Crocodile Dundee and Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah. I could. I would have guessed those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. I love that chopper readers in your list of famous. <laughs> it fits. It Infamous. Fits. Let me run through some of the Let's obvious other Let's other obvious it. ones. Obvious ones. Look, we're obviously we're obviously known for everything sports. Yeah, we're a sporting nation. Punched yeah. well above the weight. Yeah. any time of the Olympics. Yeah, swimming in particular. Why we start to swimmers? Turns out we're surrounded by water. Cricket, amazing. As Aussie cricketers go to India, earn a mint. Yeah, all of that stuff. Rugby. And like tw- twelve different kinds of football codes. I think the key to our Football prowess is we invent ones that only we play, no. so we can win in them on the global stage. What did you invent? I think mean, Aussie rules is probably Aussie rule, you invented Aussie rules. Do you know, know what that is? We appropriated Gaelic football yeah. and made it better. Yeah, yeah. Ireland made and it. England sent over yeah. prisoners. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, this is Australian rules. Yeah. Okay, That's, that actually we invented is a something. Re- <laughs> it's a really nice segue <laughs> into um, what Australians think they should be. Known. <laughs> you want it to be art and literature and all that nonsense like because that's probably, the irish pro- pro- probably not no. I'm, no i mean look i'll tell you something that's ozzy given something highbrow a shit name <laughs> the rona yeah like as in they just the slang the unnecessary slang for stuff yeah. that's yeah. classic ozzy yeah yeah make it longer even if it's short yeah make it shorter if it's long yeah add an o or an e davo davy nicknames are ridiculous like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cla- we, we, that's classic Aussie. That's convict culture. That's anti-authoritarian convict culture. We like right. to invert it. Right. We're not taking stuff seriously. Yeah, but it's it's not just casual. It's not just with mates. It's like it's in the workplace. It's like you're in a it's presentation in and people are dropping. Yeah. No, no, it's it's institutional. McDonald's is called Maccas officially <laughs> in Australia. 
M-A-C-C-A. Maccas. Is it branded? Is that a trademark? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maccas is, it's everywhere. It's near Maccas. Because that's what you called it colloquially for years. And they went, you know, we should lean into that. Let's embrace it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just Look, surprised you have an Australian flag. I didn't think you'd have, it was in you, you know? I mean, I know you're Aussie. I just mean, I didn't think you were like a flag wearer. Like, when did, did you buy that for this episode? Or, or you know, when did you get a flag? I'd, I'd love you to answer that question. When do you think I got this flag? Did someone, did your ma buy it for you? I opened the Amazon box five minutes ago. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, Rami's not like a flag wearer. Like, a, so, yeah. Can we end the Australia bit? Are we done with the Australia bit? No, we can talk about it some more. I mean, No, 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 I'm saying we're done. By the way, I, I, don't want, I, want, I want this to be in my merch. What are we talking about? Um, this week's drama on Twitter, which I love. Tell me. And I want to preface this by saying I am a Stripe employee, but I've got zero context to any of this because it's well before my time. It's well beyond my pay grade. And I'm just, that's just not the story, right? So thoughts and opinions are my own. Try my to- thoughts and opinions are even less informed than Rami's, um, but they will be very strongly held. Caveats aside. <laughs> Ryan Breslau, the CEO of a company called Bolt. This is a company that makes front-end UI technology for e-commerce. They make cart, checkout, one-click one purchases. Um, shoots a massive, massive fire across the bow at Stripe, the VCs, Y Combinator, and the Bay Area in general. In one long, ranted, poorly fact-checked, unsubstantiated, this is all his, this is all my personal opinion based on what I've seen, yeah, et cetera, you know, 30-tweet thread that outlines the thesis of that this group of, of institutions I just mentioned are the mob and their mob behavior boxed him and his company, Bolt, from having any access to media, to companies, to customers, period. Just... This is the guy who came to Twitter with prominence of taking down fast CEO Dom, who's an Australian, just as an aside, just took him out on Twitter, just smacked him down. Dom was quite vocal on Twitter. Then kind of rose to prominence on Twitter by being like a great positive influencer of company culture. Oh. He subsubsequently created the four-day work week, oh, inst- nice. instantiated at, at his company, made headlines for doing that, Yeah, kind of minimum wage stuff great setting of company culture how do you do good ceo work just positive affirming how to run a company doing stuff he's in not the stuff. same guy who everyone gets paid the same wage is he you not the he, 75 he, not the no. seventy-five thousand dollars. no no okay right. he's four 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 S- uh day work week okay same same alt same, same vibes same vibes same energy same energy yeah. positive influencers getting kudos doing well bolt had just gone from whatever it was 700 million to 2 billion to a valuation of 13 but just raised and got to like 13 14 billion valuation like stage c or d like they're they're a they're, they're a proper cranking, yeah. they're doing well i respect them i love them i'm watching watching what they're doing and you maybe got it like a devaluation or something or other um it went down a little bit just shoots one of the largest skirmishes across Twitter to woke everyone up and just the, the, the Stripe Y Combinator hacker news VC community army 
rose. Well, let's break it down. Twitter. Let's 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 break down what he's what he yeah. accused them of. Right? Why were they the mob? And why why, you know, Stripe, darlings of Silicon Valley. What's it got to do with Y Combinator? Like what? what let, let's go through it. What have Stripe got to do with Y Combinator to start with? They're a Y Combinator company. Boom. And then and then <laughs> you're right. So talk us through we, it. Stripe, stripes are like so. So let, let me frame it. If if I was Ryan, yeah, not because this is what I'm saying. These right. are not my words. I'm framing it as though I'm Ryan. He's saying Stripe was a Y Combinator darling, and they battled it out, and they used Y Combinator to bootstrap a whole bunch of their early wins. They got all of their Y Combinator companies onto Which Stripe seems to smart. process when you're process a payments. Yeah, like a reasonable strategy, including Lyft. Yeah. Which was not a Y Combinator company. Claim number one, oh. problematic. Oh, he. Oh, I didn't he know that because he claims Lyft was a Y Combinator uh, right. unicorn. Okay. Right. One. Um, so he says, okay, they boxed us out of Y Combinator. We applied twice. We didn't get in there because they boxed us out somehow because they told everyone to go use payments. Let's be really clear. Bolt is not a payments company. It's not a payments processing company. It uses payments <laughs> processing companies, including Stripe, Addyen, PayPal, and others, Braintree in particular. So it's a UI front-end layer that requires payments underneath it. There's no reason the Y Combinator... Okay, fine. So he goes, first institution is Y Combinator boxed us out because Stripe was in there and was in all of their APIs. Why would they want Bolt? Almost Weird. like it's... Man- the way My reading of his tweet was like, it's like a mandate. If you're going to be in Y Combinator and you're a startup, you got to... You, do, you just do your finance to Stripe. It's like, there's like a checkbox thing. You know, you'll get your Google Workplace account, you'll get your Stripe right. account, you'll get your, and then, which, and then we're good to go. Which is actually, which is great for everyone involved. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> why they wouldn't let it because it's not a competitive. It's it just, just okay, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's just a sniff test there. Doesn't work. Number yeah. one. Number two, then you latch on VPs, VPs, VCs. And the claim is um, the Colossus were so, so savvy here that they went and got funding from every top tier VC across the bay area sounds like a great idea as well as an outsider that sounds like when he was saying it i was like that would be amazing but anyway yeah why not why Why not take money with an explicit purpose of of all the companies that stripe is thinking about with explicit purpose to box out bolt yeah or any because yeah because because or any direct yeah um direct payment processor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> any payments process they can come into the ecosystem sure. because because those VCs already have um you know something on their docket. VCs are known to get multiple oh, yeah. companies in and the partners, same space. Partners betting against each That's other and all. I mean, hundred percent story, right? Yeah. So it just doesn't. It's a sniff test fails on every level. Then he starts railing into well, Hacker News. Which admittedly is the, you know, the previous of the media arm of Y Combinator for want of a better word. It's just the tech news that everyone's yeah. reading every day in the Bay Area and the tech Hacker, in general. Hacker News is a big deal. I mean, Hacker right. News is absolutely a big deal. And like Stripe is on their front and center because it's all about developers. Yep. Patrick is very engaged still personally, which is brilliant. And like we love it in Stripe. Um, he, he makes this bold claim that Hacker News rigged their algorithm and their feed when Bolt released a particular product at the time. It was like a fraud 2.0 thing or a fraud and Stripe released it immediately afterwards. It magically had this thing called Radar 2.0 within hours, published it and, you know, Hacker News colluded and brought them up um, above Bolt 
after hours. And a couple of small issues with that particular claim. One, it takes a little bit more than two hours to build a second fraud product uh, that probably took many quarters and many men. Yeah, so there's a bit of a predetermination story. Um, two, it turns out Stripe published well before Bolt published and the Hacker mm. New CEO oh. went onto the thread and was like, actually, here's the timeline, just in case you're wondering. It was just some great like communal fact-checking that was going on. Also, even if it wasn't true, if you're a smaller company and you have some news and it's trending and then a bigger company has some news and it knocks your news off the spot, that's the way... You don't don't have the firepower, all this stuff. And then he saves, obviously, you know, the best for last for Stripe. Here's what they do. Here's some of their activities. I don't know what the claims are. I don't know any validity. They invested in a competitor and that was fast. Stripe invested in lots of things. I, I don't know any of that sort of story, but the level of vitriol and as one of the replies was QAnon energy that yeah. was applied to yeah, that yeah, thread yeah, yeah. was just what, and now it's the mob and everyone's chatting about My, the mob and it's, it's like, you know, if you want to see your family again, you better use this API. There's lots of that chat happening and I can't help but thinking why. Yeah, my take on it, as soon as when I read it, you forwarded it to me. And when I, you know, without you commenting on it, you just flicked it across to me. And my read of it was, this doesn't read well for you. Like when you've written this, you know, it's like, uh, it why? just reads as a whinge and you didn't get into Y Combinator. And then, and that was why you didn't succeed. And then, and then you had a story that was trending on Hacker News and then somebody else had a better story. And that's why, you, and it's just like, come why? on. Why? You know? Why? What have yeah. you got? To, what do you got to win? What are you trying to do? Yeah. Uh, you're, you had a good, good stature, good credibility as this yeah. CEO who led to a four, four day work week. You have positive culture kind of tweeting. That was what you're influencing. Your company's growing. People are loving it. Valuations are going through the roof and you decide on a dime to yeah. be known for okay. this let's push right? back though let's push who back. let him who let him do this he, had he signed own, off and no. said this is okay people people have their own twitter accounts uh, he's let's be let's be kind here he's a human he's probably feeling tremendous pressure uh and you don't have many people like he's the ceo of of blocked or not of black the ceo of bolt bolt the ceo CEO founder. CEO founder. You probably don't have many people. He's probably in a bit of an echo chamber with the people he's surrounded with. Uh, and maybe everyone, you know, maybe he's been venting this stuff for a while and people are, yes, man, you know, nodding. You know, there's lots of ways you can get yourself into a situation like that. Have you never done something absolutely that surprises you, even yourself? And you're, you know, maybe not on, you know, on the stage where you're like, you know, embarrassing yourself on Twitter. But like, I do stuff all the time where I'm like, where I where I surprise myself, you know. I I do. I have never done it with stakes, right? So the higher the stakes, the less likely I'm to do anything. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. You know, I'm kind of paralyzed. I can't say I'm in been in a position where I would do something to surprise myself that would turn. I I'm with you. He's human. He's personal. Yeah. But this wasn't an impulsive purchase of a Kit Kat at the checkout aisle. This was a twenty tweet thread premeditated deliberate like you're halfway through that thread and you're going yeah no i'm, I'm doubling down i'm still going i'm good no no i've still got a few more memory here let's, let's do this thing and you're getting egged on so part of me is going what have you got to win and the next part of me is another part is going there's something he knows that we don't and i'm wondering whether he's tapping into the continued kind of anti-bay area sentiment huh. the anti-tech sentiment the anti 
whatever it is, like establishment guard, something, because he's, he's like not in the area. I, don't, I, sh- I should check. He's, I think he's out of the US. Uh, he must be in the US. And he must have a signal that says there's enough people who either agree with him or feel like they're on the outer and he's setting himself up to be no. the Robin Hood. No. He's setting I, himself up to be the rebel. I, I maybe maybe he's that maybe he's that savvy. Maybe he's maybe he's Gary V or whatever where he's, he's got like he's, he's got a game plan. But my my gut would be that he's in an echo chamber surrounded by people who are saying this really isn't right, this really isn't fair, and he's gone on Twitter and, and he's let it all out. So from friends who've met with him, yeah. Their message is when they met and they didn't go and join the company was because the feeling they got was this is the sort of entrepreneur who knows a marketing hook. Huh. He knows how to get attention. Well, I guess I'd never he's, heard of them. I'd never heard of them. He's an entrepreneur, right? So, do you pick a fight because it's just classic good TV? Yeah, no news. It's is good, good entertainment, yeah. right? Yeah, there's no no such thing as what is it? No such and, thing as bad. And, and you're yeah. and you're picking it because there's no stake. You're not going to get funding from that group. Stripe's still going to be a payment processor on your product. You don't really, you know, you've already exhausted. What's the calculus? How amazing is it to go? Yeah, let's do it. I'm not going to say public enemy because he's not, nope. but for a certain group of people now knowing with, with a bit of derision, right? Not quite laughing stock, but somewhere in between. Um, and sure enough, you know, there was a bit of self-fulfilling prophecy because he called everyone out and then all of them ganged up on him, yeah. kind of proving his point. But then again, what are you expecting when you, you can't, you can't kind it's of gaslight in that way. I, I wonder if you go through the th- thread, you know, what percentage of people are supporting him and what are him? What I did. I know? did. And there's a lot of people going, I love you. Keep going. Yeah. And I, I'm trying, yeah. I'm wondering where, where they're from. I'm wondering what they're about. Cause it, yeah. there's, there's an audience there. Yeah. And, and I think, I think, yeah, he's, he's, he's not dumb. He's very sad. No, no, he's not... gotten where he's gone to. So, so it's, it's not, I don't think emotion got the better of him. Right, I think there's there's something underlying it. I, I really look forward to seeing how this plays out. Well, we'll see it because it's all on Twitter. That's why I don't get as enough sleep at nighttime because I have to chase down all these threads during. I mean, during this call, I have to catch up on all this. You know, the greatest fucking thing. <laughs> so good. It's so how did you feel fun. when we when we uh, when you were when you were giving me the oh it's good to see you on Twitter condescending tone. And then you you dropped your you joined Twitter in December 2013, <laughs> and I had joined in October of 2009. How did that feel? Getting slapped I, with like four year difference on our Twitter account. I I uh, look my testicles shrunk. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> they they receded back into my body. Yeah. Um. It it, it wasn't a good. I felt ashamed. Yeah, because you felt, went back to my dirty. first two tweets and then screenshot them and send them to me. No one's no one's proud of their 2009 tweets. Come on. I'm not saying proud. I'm just saying you, you claimed the four-year difference, but you tweeted once, hello, Twitter, or when you joined, and then no, four I years said, later, you I, came back for your second tweet. I said I was referencing cultural. I was talking about Stephen Fry. You were talking about Stephen Fry. Um, my point was you tweeted once and then four years later came back on. I think we're on the same timeline. But aside from that... I think mate, I deleted all the stuff in between because it was so profound. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want people to look back on it and be like, geez, that guy, really, he he had it all figured out back in 2009, you know? Who cares, mate? Who cares? It's all good stuff. Um, <laughs> in your perch. Uh, this is what we're talking about. Tell me what you think about this. Um, so what is the blockchain? <laughs> so I don't know what the blockchain is, as we've established. <laughs> um, but I've heard of it. And I, in my mind, it's associated with two things. One is the way that they sell houses in England where... If somebody buys your house, they have to sell their house or else they can't pay you for your house. And 
it's like a whole buying chain and the other one is 4chan so what i'm imagining is like a message board where people are like selling each other things but they all have to be linked together in order for the sale to go through if a gun was to your head and someone said what is the blockchain what would you what would be your answer some internet related thing an internet thing yeah got it so so let's talk about that uh, I, I believe I believe she followed that up on some message with I don't want to know what it is. Yeah. So she, if anyone Eve offers. I think it's amazing though that do you think it's I don't know. I You've been amazing. radicalized. You're in a bubble. No, I'm not. To know what a blockchain is, to have heard of blockchain. She'd heard of Bitcoin, I bet. She's probably ask, heard ask of, that question. Ask that question. Is do you not think blockchain is is, is as famous as Bitcoin? No. I'm not radicalized. No. I mean blockchain is come on, like now you're not radicalized, but d- does Kelly know what the agile sprint development process is? No, but that's that's a, I, I, what I I really do think blockchain is mainstream, like as in you know, especially even even if you hadn't heard of it, this last month has been NFTs, blockchain. But I think that's the point. In the same way that TCP/IP is underlying, she knows what the internet is roughly. Sure, could maybe talk about, but she doesn't know what TCP. <clears throat> I think blockchain is still underlying framework. It's not. NFTs and even yeah. NFTs are probably a bit bit fuzzy. Yeah. I mean, she knows she knows the applications. Yeah, the, the headliners, yeah, Bitcoin yeah, yeah, NFTs. Yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, she's very. Yeah. Ca- I think the thing that surprised me the most is you know Kelly, right? She's like yeah. on it. She's very competent. She's a lot smarter than I am. She's got, you know, she knows a lot. But when it just came out, the reason I recorded this was like it came out at dinner. I was like, oh, and she, well, what's blockchain? I was like, shut I up. That. I you love know? this so much. I love the earnestness of it. I love that there's parts of the world that are. And I, I assume are actually the vast majority, 98% of the world that are still immune from what's going on here. Maybe it'll become mainstream, maybe not. Maybe just the applications of things that mainstream. But I really enjoyed it just to remember that we're in the Bay Area and you yeah. and I are radicalized on Twitter and everyone around us knows stuff and yeah. we're sitting, you know, like it's- We're like, in an echo chamber. Yeah. We're in an absolute echo chamber. Yes, blockchain is not just Bay Area, but it's still a sliver of the universe. Yeah. Having said that, when Paris Hilton- goes on yeah. the Jimmy Fallon show and they both start comparing and their she, board yacht club NFTs. She she explained it well as well. She was talking yeah. about, you know, contracts and like she yeah. wasn't just like, you yeah, know, she they're, knew. They're all, they're all, we're going to make it. They're all wag me all to the top. So it's I'm terrified amazing. ever since you sent me that video that you only watched the first 20 minutes of to the WhatsApp group, that two hour video, which I watched the entire of. It's, I'm so scared now. Like I, I feel like, so so, did you watch? How much did you literally just watch the first twenty minutes? I watched another. I watched another forty, but it's brilliant. It the is premise so, so of good. it is is that is that it's the pump and dump. It's a classic yeah. pump and dump, and that there's zero value in NFTs, and that everybody knows there's no value in NFTs, but they do two things: they make it complex to make so like something that's actually obfuscation. Not comp- yeah, obfuscation means oh well, there's the people in the know and the people not in the know. I don't really know, but people in the know do know, and I should do it. And then there's this fear of missing out thing. And what all, the sole reason for NFTs to exist is to pump cryptos, um, you know, and... Which which is odd because ETH is still tanking and I keep waiting to get back in, given NF, most of NFT to build on... Well, you told me to buy it at 3,800 because it was a steal. Yeah. I you waited definitely for buy it at 22. I went in at, I went in at 34 uh, two weeks ago. Still a good buy. Still a good buy, man. Yeah, still yeah, a good yeah. Buy. yeah, yeah. Stand by. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I... It, it, 
it's an amazing scenario where it looks like a pump and dump and then something great rises out of the ashes. Well, Which the- if I hark back to the first episode, I think that was your assumption. Something's yeah. going to go out of it. We don't know what it is, but there's a lot of crap in there, but there's something great as well. So lots has happened since that first episode. So we had this, there's a pump and dump happening. NFTs don't have any value, but there's an elite group of VCs pumping this stuff. And, and it's all going to, in my mind, it's all going to evaporate and disappear and it's not really a thing. And then Twitter comes out with the, with the NFT tags. YouTube is doing something with NFT. The CEO announced this week. Uh, Meta has said that on Facebook, you'll be able to do, they're going to set up a marketplace for NFTs it's going to be a thing now. The thing that scares me is I nearly did the Twitter, what's it called? That hexagon shape, thing. The Twitter, yeah, yeah. Twitter hexagon. I nearly did yeah. it with my profile. But yeah. one of the things I read was it's a clear target for hackers that like, if you want to, if you want to call out that I've got more disposable income than I should have and that I'm into that I have cryptos, why don't you change your profile picture to an <laughs> NFT, you fucking I idiot. I you know? love that. I, I also love that Part of the workflow here is turn your current profile picture into an NFT by paying $400 for gas <laughs> and then put it back on your profile to like virtue signal with a hexagon. So there's an entire cottage industry of, of people turning, you know, because you can make it semi-transparent and just have a profile picture that's hexagonal. Yeah, so, so it's not a real... Just when you tap on it, you can't tell the difference. Yeah. Not many people are tapping, right? Those right. CTRs on profile pics are not high, let me tell you. Is that it? What, what's happening, Rami? Is this... Is, so this goes. So what I when I when I read all this stuff this week, the thing I mem- remembered immediately was you saying when we came back from the break, everybody's had an epiphany. You and I work in major tech companies. Everybody's had an epiphany over Christmas that Web three is the future and that we need to go all in. And I worry that there's too many of you and me type people in those companies who are FOMO. That they're like, we have to find something in there. We have to, yeah, yeah. Like, where's like, what's, what's? I mean, I mean, the Google YouTube folks are all friends, and I know how that kind of happened. And the fact that Google even announced this week that there is going to be a Web three, yeah, uh, team headed up by a former, is, is all just great stuff in that direction, mate. I think there's a real boredom, and I think there's a need for the next hot thing. And I think there was such a bubble in VC funding some of the baseline stuff that there was a like a serious affluence and almost a blaseness about having to do real business development. People were able to bail out with a lot of cash and do very, very good. Yeah, I mean, this bubble that we think we're coming out of based on the, the reserve f- fueled by the feds, fueled by some of the sovereign, sovereign funds, VC funding and the astronomical evaluations has had so many unseen, and will keep having so many unforeseen kind of impacts. I think a bunch of them are, is this escape valve into new fantasticals with essentially leveraged yeah, bubble assets, right, on top of. There are elements of this ecosystem, though, that, you know, it's not one thing. It's not, it's not some homogenous blob of pump and dump. There are elements of this where there are artists for the first time making money off art. I don't think so. Also, what I said to you, there absolutely are. So, There's a huge swath of them. So I think they're part of the pump. <clears throat> no, they're part of the dump. Which are they? They're both. <clears throat> so, <laughs> well, the, this this thing, this video you sent me, <clears throat> which I'll link in the description below, says that they're actually the greatest. They're they're some of the biggest victims here because yeah. in order to be able to list their art, what what you're doing is you're getting one or two artists making it big, doing yeah. doing some some things, 
But you've got this massive, massive, massive long tail of people who are buying cryptocurrencies to pay gas fees and 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 list fees to put their art up. And actually, no one's buying any of that art. If you look at it, 99.9% of those NFTs are not being bought or even clicked 100%. on. So it is, it's a game. It's a it's a it's a club. And if you're not in the club, it's not going to work. And it's just pumping cryptos. The sole purpose of it is for designers to pay to list their art and they have to buy cryptos to do it. And they're actually the suckers in this. So what do you think of that? <laughs> I think I really like Kelly's approach to, I don't know what the hell a blockchain is, nor do I want to know. Yeah. I At times, maybe I'm getting old, but you want to get off some of this flywheel um, because but like you, it but, just seems I mean, decrepit, doesn't it? But like we're swinging wildly here. If we go back two weeks ago, you know, to yeah. your, if you're not, if you're drawing something today and you're not creating yeah. NFTs, what are you doing? It's a, it's, it's a crazy, it's a wild west time, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. like, I mean, yeah. from, from week to week, yeah. I'm like, it's the know, fastest right now movie. I'm so negative. I'm so anti yeah. NFTs yeah. right yeah. now. You know? I mean, so. that's also you, you tend to swing from one extreme to the other. And I could be pro again next week, yeah. depending yeah, on whatever. Exactly. But, yeah. but, but for sure, <clears> the web three this year and end of, end of last year was the most, the fastest moving crazy thing that was happening when loot happened. I remember when loot dropped. So Dom, I forget his last name, he actually kicked off Vine. He went and created another one called Byte. And then at some point in time, he dropped this loot thing, which creates essentially Dungeons and Dragons artifacts and then out of like the chain. And then people on top of that built the visuals. I remember when that thing dropped and that week it was the most explosive. I could not keep up with the stuff that was happening and I barely even touched the, scratched the surface. It's just moving so fast. So you hear a lot of, um, a lot of chatter about the anxiety of keeping up and how do you know what, where the pulse is and where the center of gravity is and so on. And then it culminates in, you know, the, the robos, NFT robos and the board apes in Times Square, you know, it was yeah. an NFT meetup in New York city and it, like the headline three or four massive communities were splattered all across Times Square. This is not small. It's getting, you know, promoted in the Super Bowl ads we're hearing It's getting promoted in, you know, prime time. You've got Matt Damon promoting crypto.com. He, but Matt, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah, like I feel, yeah, Team America, that's the best. I don't know. Matt Damon has not been. No, he's, no, he's not been a great. He's harbor. not a great he's, ambassador. He's, these, you know what I mean? He's, he's probably a perfect contra signal, right? He's like, uh, yeah. Uh, who's who's the who's the four horsemen, the four horsemen of tech? What's his name? Oh, the professor? Yeah. Scott Galloway. Yeah. Scott Galloway. He's gotten, he, he's basically noted as the, the perfect anti-corollary signal when he goes and he likes something no to divest and short it because it's the thing that's going to tank <laughs> i love that for what it's worth i love his thesis i loved his four horsemen and the whole story i bought into it but he seems to have yeah um, i think you, you think you sent, you sent it on to me like you were the one who got me into it so yeah yeah he was an he was an nyu he was a stern professor he's a stern professor and a whole bunch of our friends were hanging out with him right oh yeah is that right yeah huh anyway Web3, it's not going away, that's for sure. No, it's not. I just, yeah, I'm just, you know what, I'm giddy. I'm, you know, going back to your people are bored. I'm so ready to be excited about something in tech at the moment. Like, I'm, 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 you know. I think that's what's happened. So what happened in my mind is the secular shifts in technology that move up and go to the next one, move up and go to the next one. And the last massive, like everyone's going to argue with me, but like the last massive thing that brought everyone in on this was mobile phones. The app economy in mobile was the last big, 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 big shift that yeah. put 
dollars and dollars and dollars into coffers <clears throat> and had this huge uptake yeah globally it allowed all of the share economies your ubers your airbnb is allowed the whole new wave of everything that was a huge huge secular shift with an entire i'd say the tech industry of the last you know 15 20 to since 2007 has basically been built on along the way there's a bunch of other all the b2b stuff that's happening all the SaaS, like SaaS is the baseline um but the tailwinds have really stopped on on mobile and smartphones. So you're not selling. I think we said this before. Yeah. Everyone's looking to India and Brazil and NBU, the next billion users, because the West tailwinds on mobile the smartphone adoption and growth is not there. So, and people understand what the apps do now. They get it. And you're seeing this. It's not really developing. So, in the meantime, short of going doing B2B SaaS backend infrastructure, which you know, some of us love doing in particular what else is there? And everyone's waiting for the next big wave. So you're seeing the metaverse, yeah. you're seeing the VR kind yeah. of story, but it, the people, are, they need a release valve. You had such an incredible ingest to the tech industry. Yeah. Non-technical people, right? Imagine yeah. every cross-functional person who's in tech, right? You're a policy person, you're a UXR, you're a UX person, you're a, yeah. you name it, right? Like BD, et cetera. Des, des, yeah, designers are a huge, yeah. huge influx are kind of what's next, yeah. right? There's only yeah. so much you can keep designing for this, pixel grid on a mobile phone without it being all rote and it's automated and you don't even need design or engineering to do it. People can just pick and grid. So you've got, you've got a glut of talent. Yeah. You've got a glut of talent in tech and you've got a glut of talent. That's also pretty well off that needs to find an outlet. And I think that's the dynamic. And the third, the third part is there's money, there's money available. People, people are, people are short of investing money. I mean, there's nothing to really invest in. Like when, you know what I mean? Like there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the real, that that's the weird elitism about it is that you need to have money to get in there. You need to understand it because it's still technocratic and it's not super usable. And having said all of this, I think that is the pump and dump kind of hyper bubble part of it. As we've said before as well, there are some real, we think. Um, yeah. Shining light technology elements that are about distribution and security and, it's not not the fatty decentralized stuff, but it's the genuine technology that could do some very interesting things, right? Yeah, I I think so. But like where I am today, having gone down another rabbit hole this week, thanks to you. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry. Uh, is that like Bitcoin isn't worth any? Like Bitcoin as a technology, Ethereum as a technology, just they're not they're cut out to they're do bad. it. They're just not cut out to do it. They're yeah. energy inefficient. They're just. Yeah. There's too many limitations. It's like if Web3 is going to be built on one of those cryptos, we're in trouble. So like, you know, bullish on, uh, bullish on Web3. It's weird because I'm bullish on Web3, but I'm not bullish on the, the anarchist decentralization nonsense, you know. Yeah, yeah I just it's amazing, want, isn't it? The one thing I can say that's been consistent is I'm bullish on Metaverse. That's not going away for me. I'm super <laughs> excited about it. When was the last time you put your Quest headset on? This week. Yeah, what did you play? I went uh, into the uh, whatever it is meetup arena horizon experience. Rec- or horizon, you went yeah. horizon. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, it was how good. Go? It was yeah. good. I met a guy. He taught me how to jump. Um, I met another guy. I met a guy from the UK and a guy from Israel, uh, and he showed me how to do thumbs up. I couldn't get my wrist working. If you flick your wrist, you can do some stuff on the bottom side of your wrist. Anyway, it was good. It was kind of you know it was it felt real. It felt even though it's only legless you know, um, upper torsos uh, with really yeah, yeah. like bad graphics. I was chatting to someone random, yeah. you know, from a yeah. different part of the world. What do you, um, do you see this? The Meta Rift, Meta Meta Quest, Meta 
So Meta have now rebranded the Oculus, the most oh, recognizable VR headset yeah, brand, yeah, to yeah, Meta yeah, yeah. Quest. So yeah, 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 yeah. This 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 brand is sticking. I'm still shocked by it, but hey, I don't understand the market. Nor do I claim to be in the head of the market. Um, I would. Yeah, of course. Um, there's a couple of things that you want to talk about. I feel like you wanted to talk about the Tesla uh, lock-in with no CarPlay. Uh, this was this was news to you, I hear. Yeah, and I'm a boomer. I get it, and I'm ha- I'm okay to be a boomer about it. I, you know, you saw me tweeting asking Elon Musk and and uh, and what's his name from Apple, uh, Tim Cook, to sort it out because I'm hoping they will. I like maybe no one has told them that Tesla that <laughs> Apple CarPlay should work on a Tesla. You, it, think, you don't you know. Think... People are afraid to talk to CEOs that way. You know. Yeah. We've got we've got an interesting one in here from this guy Marcus O'Brien, ninety eight followers on Twitter, uh, thinks that we should. He doesn't have a Tesla, but he thinks we should put Apple CarPlay in Teslas. Should we get get Johnny Ive on that one? No, he's gone. Oh, who's who's left? Get someone else on that one. Oh, so good. It's it's a platform. He's not going to give it up. You're not going to give up the data and the platform to someone else when you want people to build apps for your car platform. It just seems stupid. No, no, it's completely strategically. If you're a tech company, you're essentially, Tesla is a drivable iPad, period. That's what it is. The car, everything around it is just, let's get the iPad going. Yeah. And if you're about to Does succumb it, to that iPad and just, just become a screen for someone else's content, you've got on. another thing coming. You you think Google Maps on the iPhone is, what do you think's going on there? Why Google Maps works on iPhone beautifully. No, that's because they had to have a platform. Then, why do you think Apple have a have a Maps competitor? Because they were heavily reliant on Google to start with, and then they created their own app. But they have to have both. They have both of them because they're they're a platform. But the point is, they're still doubling down, and even after their first, fit, they're still doubling down on Apple Maps because it is very strategic to have that data. Of course you know it what? is. Yeah. Of, of course it is. Yeah. But Tesla should have their. You can use Tesla shit maps or whatever they have. What do they have? Tesla maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Tesla they, CarPlay, Tesla whatever syncs to your phone. There's no mm. way it works as well as Apple CarPlay does. Like, You're wrong. You're wrong. You haven't used it, number one. Number two. Um, I'm willing not, to fully commit to this without having tried it. No, it's nonsense. No, no, number two, it's not, it's not the same thing because um, you're asking them to take over the OS with CarPlay. Having a Google app in the Tesla store, for sure that's on the, on the cards, but taking over the OS with CarPlay and cutting Tesla out entirely from interaction. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not, no, I, I agree with that. I'm yeah. saying the integration of Apple CarPlay into a Tesla operating system, sandboxed in whatever way it needs to be sandboxed, but that you can do your mapping and music uh, yeah. and, and take calls through your phone. Also, also it's way better. I've got a Spotify app on Tesla. I tap, I've already opened it up. It's not it's better. A perfect. It's a beautiful. I'm just going to say it straight app. now. The OS on Tesla is not better than Apple's yeah. OS. No, no, no. If if no, no, that's a different discussion. So clearly, if there is an Apple Car opening, if there's an opportunity for Apple Car to beat Tesla, it's in their UX on that design. Right. There's there's no question. There's yeah. no question. But it's not just about UX, right? It's about like operability. It's about how easy it is to get that the maps being right there. It, it it's a fundamental part of the driving journey. You don't want to be plugging in, opening an app, etc. Navigate. To be clear, they're using Google data and they're using another company's i think it was map map boxes uh, navi- navi- navigation okay but but it, it is not google maps because they need all the stuff on top no this is going to be the self-driving ipad 
I'm out. You do not. You do not. You do not give up your prime buying, and only real estate. I'm not buying a Tesla until it has Apple CarPlay. I'm serious. I'm just not it's doing it. It's never going to have an Apple. It'll have an Apple CarPlay when they try the platform and it fails. Yeah. It will not have it before then. You're not going to have it for the next five years. Oh, I just wish Apple would bring out a car. They might. I mean, they've, they've just lost their, their they've just lost their head of engineering design again last week. Again, yeah. yeah. Haven't they done it like four times yeah. now? Yeah, in and out, in and out. Poach someone else, stays yeah. for another three but, six but, months, then he's poached but, again. But I feel like we had sorry, we had friends of ours who went from Lucid to Apple and then took over a whole bunch of people with it. like we know stuff's happening there. We don't know what it looks like. Yeah, no one does. Well, they think it's an OS rather than a car, right? Right. So it just keeps going. Like you, yeah. start, I get the sense you get the. 400 people team and drops down and I guess 400 uh, it's a very cyclical story yeah I don't know what they're doing be nice if they brought in an electric car wouldn't it be too expensive you, you, though you've got to, you've got to imagine it's not that big a jump it's not that big a leap you've got Foxconn the world's largest manufacturing supply chain over there doing essentially the same stuff yeah batteries with a bit of a chassis yeah it's your Sony I mean see yes there's loads of prototypes I mean I'm sure Apple I mean yes I mean can't be that hard. Biggest company in the world. I'm sure yeah, they can yeah, make a car, yeah. but Can't if that's that what hard. we have to do just because Tesla won't integrate at CarPlay, it's annoying, <laughs> isn't it? No. No, it's honestly not. From from a experience point of view, I don't think about it twice. The phone is great. The map is 98% of the time what you're doing. It's even got text integration. They keep adding those pieces. There's not that much you want. You want your phone to work for calls, You want, which is all auto-connect and secondary and primary. You want Spotify there and you want your your map and map is brilliant and away you go and it's as good as apple carplay it's, it's, it's better because you're not like oh where's the app i'll tap in i'll t-. no it's i feel it's like super- you haven't used apple carplay in 10 years like what do you mean app the- you tap into and then find it i mean it's just there it's on your console yeah still look it's not i, I hear apple carplay and android car whatever it's called android auto it's clearly genius for any legacy car company mm. if you're building a ipad on wheels you are not giving up your os that's nuts i just think this, that those two things are separate the the entertainment system system from the from, I, i'm separating the two it's not entertainment it's the whole thing it's the operating system of the car it's how you're going to push whatever you're going to push in future be it ads be it cross sell be you know they it, it is over the air updates, software company car. It's I get a tech it. Company I get it. Yeah. Oh, do, do you want me to draw you a picture of how Tesla works? It, this is not BMW, where I will yeah, say. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking back adds, to. Adds like a twenty percent <laughs> premium on any navigation that you go. Like, and you hit navigate, just, and it's like the only way you can get to the address is if you can know the zip code first. What's the zip code of where you're going? I don't know. I want to look for the nearest Starbucks. Zip code, please. <laughs> you're like why are you taking me across two bridges to go three blocks that way it's just it is the worst well yeah. this is it's, terrible it's, it's, yeah it's not that situation that that is that is the reason carplay and android auto exist for the legacy luddite dinosaurs and my to just and the truck it's fin, it turns a 2016 ford yeah. f-150 yeah. into yeah. a fantastic modern type yeah. truck totally totally likely tesla's already modern I'm still, I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical, Rami. I, you know. Uh, well, now you've got two and a half hours worth of. Yeah, this will be fun. Can we stop recording? Yeah, we should stop. All I'll stop the video.